Good afternoon. It is the afternoon, early evening, I guess, out here where I am. Afternoon definitely out there on the West Coast where the Lakers have made a little bit of noise here. They go out and they get Carmelo Anthony and even wilder, they get younger and they pick up Malik Monk. So good couple signings there. It's been a little while since we've done one of these emergency ones and I actually felt good about what I was talking about. So I'm going to enjoy this one for a little bit. Gotta say, heading into the afternoon, I was a little nervous. Can't lie. It was uh, was not ideal as we learned earlier in the day that Rudy Gay signed uh, the taxpayer mid-level exception to go to Utah. We also learned that uh, Patty Mills, who was on the Lakers radar, also signed that same contract to go up to Brooklyn. So that left Lakers fans a little nervous. Now, the Lakers still need a backup point guard, and we'll get to that over the course of the rest of the offseason, but maybe a little later in this conversation as well. But as as the afternoon was kind of shaping up, I was getting pretty irritated about the way things were kind of going for the Lakers. Fortunately, though, they rebound, and Polinka convinces Carmelo Anthony to not go back to New York and to go to L.A. to try to chase a ring alongside LeBron James. And in a giant upset, this was on nobody's radar, the Lakers walk away with Malik Monk, who was renounced by the Charlotte Hornets earlier uh, earlier today. And uh, the Lakers move quickly, and they pick up a 23-year-old certified bucket. Now, anybody asking for any kind of defense from him, not going to happen. That is not what he does. Uh, he is going to be, think of young Lou Williams, basically. He's a, a shorter combo guard who just goes out there and gets his own bucket. He will help with the spacing. Shot above uh, 40% from three-point range last year and and was really good from the corners, where I believe he shot above 60% from the corner three-point range. So he's going to help to space the floor. And after the Lakers went out and traded for Russell Westbrook, the priority had to have been go out and get shooters. And what you've seen since then has been obviously Monk. Mello has improved his three-point shooting. Wayne Ellington is one of the better three-point shooters in the league. Uh, Bazemore is very good on on open catch-and-shoot three-pointers. And then obviously you have the guys from last year as well. So the Lakers really focused on shooting, on spacing the floor around their three superstars, and I think that's the right approach offensively. Defensively? Well, (laughs) we'll get to that later. Monk and Mello is also a big deal for the Lakers when you consider the fact that both are going to to L.A. on minimum contracts. They do not, the Lakers, they do not, or they did not have to go out and overpay for either of those guys. They still have their taxpayer mid-level exception available, and I would imagine the betting favorite there is going to be Danny Green. Now, Green apparently is pretty far apart uh, with the Philadelphia 76ers on the kind of contract he wants from them. Uh, so it's and, and, and by the way, Philly can still uh, go higher than the, the mid-level to re-sign Green if that is the only offer that he gets out there. But as of right now, Green seems like the the clubhouse favorite to at least get that offer from the Lakers. The other offer, the other person who might get that offer is DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Given the way that that market for him has really just completely dried up. And I think given the signings that the Lakers have made 
in, in, in talking about the spacing from the previous segment, that allows you to go out and get somebody like DeMar DeRozan. He's not going to help spacing, but he will help with creativity. He is one of the best cutters in the league, and and he is also somebody who can go out and get his own shot. And so it seems like the Lakers have prioritized some of those things. And if DeMar, uh, DeMar DeRozan's market completely dries up, I think that is a player who the Lakers could out and could go out and try to convince to go to L.A. He, he is already, by the way, meeting with the Clippers, so we have to see where that goes as well. So this is where we stand with the Lakers roster as, it's, as, as right now at 2.42 Central Time on Tuesday afternoon. So at point guard, you have Russell Westbrook. Back up to him is TBD. Uh, at shooting guard, you have Kent Bazemore, Wayne Ellington, and then you have now Malik Monk, and I would imagine eventually we're going to get word on on Taylor Horton Tucker returning to the Lakers as well. So somewhere in there, you're probably in Wellington. You could probably count as a, as a small forward too uh, at this stage of his career, but you are going to need to go out and get a facilitator at the at the backup point guard spot. Originally, that was considered uh, Patty Mills. We now know that uh, George Hill is available out there. That might be an interesting fit, just given the kind of role that he's playing there. Another eye, you know, we, 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 we've we been talking about Dennis Schroeder's market and the way that it is now uh, looking a lot like the Sahara, Sahara Desert. He is somebody who, if the Lakers do kind of reach out and say, hey, you have no other options here, we could try to get you somewhere in a sign-and-trade, but if not, uh, you might have to just kind of take that prove-it deal here, and oh, by the way, you are going to have to come off the bench, period. I don't know if he's going to be open to that. If he is, okay. If not, best of luck somewhere else, Dennis. Uh, Elsewhere across the roster, though, you have LeBron James, Trevor Ariza, Alfonso McKinney, and then, like I said earlier, Wayne Ellington as your your small forwards there. Uh, LeBron, obviously, more of a power forward at this stage of his career, but still, he prefers to start at small forward. So that's where I'll just kind of put him right now. Uh, If the Lakers are able to use their taxpayer mid-level on Danny Green, then that might help a little bit there. I know Andre Iguodala is still debating between the Lakers and the Warriors, so that's something to keep an eye on. But uh, the Lakers are probably certainly set at the wing spot. And then at power forward, we talked about LeBron James. Obviously, he's going to be playing quite a bit of power power forward. Uh, Carmelo Anthony is, at this point of his career, basically just a power forward. He doesn't really play very many minutes at, at small forward anymore. So that's going to take up some of those minutes. And then obviously mix in Anthony Davis, probably starting at power forward and maybe playing 15 minutes a night there as well. So they're probably set at power forward as well. And then finally, the center spot, you have Anthony Davis, you have Marcus Gasol, and you have Dwight Howard. They are pretty much set there. So it's basically going to come down to if the Lakers decide they want another shooting guard wing type or if they want to try to go out and get a, a backup point guard. Either way, the Lakers have a little bit more financial flexibility than some of the teams that they're competing against, seeing as some of these teams have already used their, their taxpayer mid-levels. Uh, and this is where Monk, being well below market value, really helps the Lakers, because that's the name of the game here, is who can you get at how many below-market value contracts and how many of those guys can fit together alongside your superstars. That's going to do it for this emergency episode of the Lakers Lowdown. Uh, good news 
coming in for the Lakers here. Now, it's it's still not a perfect roster. I would still feel a little bit better, a lot a bit better, if Alex Caruso was the backup point guard here. Uh, it's, it's especially annoying to see that be the need there, especially as Brooklyn goes out and has a hundred plus million dollar tax luxury tax bill that the Lakers are apparently not uh, exactly thrilled about paying. So the Lakers have done a fairly good job here rebounding from a rough late day one, early day two of free agency. And now it just is going to be interesting to see how they fill out the rest of this roster. Until we get to all of those next moves, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good